Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. Hello there, one and all. Welcome to another uh, PJ and Jim podcast. Glory Days, of course. And it looks, I tell you something, I'm looking out over the uh, through the window behind PJ's shoulder there, and it does look glorious at the minute. It is, it's glorious. It's kind of unusual. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a Thursday morning oh. in Dublin, and it's been pretty rubbish weather-wise for a while. It's been a pox, it? hasn't it, yeah? yeah? A big smelly pox bottle of a thing is what it's been, yeah. It, it's quite, This has been a very weird weather year. I've oh. got to say that to you. We had, we had a, a nice chunk early doors, didn't we? When was that? May or something, was it? January. <laughs> yeah. And then... Could well have been. That's, yeah, that's, that's quite January accurate. was less sh- shite than we thought it was going to be. <laughs> and then we got into the summer. At Patrick's Day, I said to you on Patrick's Day, as I do every year, where do you see now, Jim? Mm. This is the break in the year. Everything gets better from St. Patrick's Day. We then had 53 days of continuous rain. <laughs> so we did. Uh, no, no, to be fair, we did. There was, I can't remember what month, April maybe. Maybe yeah. it was April, right? I'm just, at this stage, I'm randomly picking months. You it's are, yeah, yeah. Look at this. This is definitely, this is revisionism in, in full display you now. This is definitely a month where we had a good spell, right? And um, and everybody was excited then about the summer. Yeah. And then it was the shite. summer, whatever that was, hit. Maybe it was June. I don't know. Look at this. Anyway. This is God, This is like the witterings of a wild man. <laughs> But I do know that July and August, I can be absolutely, and I am affirmative in that, mm-hmm. were shit. Were shite, yeah, yeah, weren't they? Absolutely. All the festivals were washed out, the whole yeah. lot. Everything was crap. And then, and now look at it. It's like October. Oh, well, it's we November. we were supposed to have Red October. Oh, and that never materialized. That never happened so I was hoping for great, because we never even really got that. You know that Indian summer when the kids go back to school? We got about a day, a day and a half. Yeah. Of that. We did, yeah, we yeah. didn't even get that. We did get the... It's always the same, though. When they go back to school, there's a couple, few days in September where it's beautiful. Yeah. We did have two days or something. And in fairness, it was all the usual taxi driver has, do you like days or summer? Take a picture. Yeah. Do you like that? And you, can't, you know the way you go, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, I knew you'd like that, you soft-headed twat. <laughs> And you're like, okay. Jeez, uh, you need to get a new taxi driver. Same fella keeps coming. In fact, I don't think he's even a taxi driver. It's just me getting into a bag of yeah, a lad's car. You wouldn't mind. You never call him. You never call him. He's just sitting outside the house. <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I should stop doing that. But it's just been one of them. I, and that's the thing now. You see what you've done? What? You've, you've, you've begun. And it's only the second or third or... 20th of November or something, and you've, you're after starting the end of year chats already. Look, what did I say about this? This is the real. You're doing a fucking review. You're doing a fucking review, and you've snuck me into it, you bastard, you. And I didn't even know what was happening. And this mean, is the beginning. Now wait to see next week. Oh, the Christmas decorations are coming out my hole. Oh, that's what you've done. No, and this is it. I literally said it was a nice day outside. Yeah, What's and then you lured me in. Do you remember January, you know, and June? And then all the way, and now we're, we're doing a year summary. It's yeah. too early for that. I'm so sorry. Re- reeling in the years, ladies and gentlemen, the, we're starting the podcast again. Reeling in the years, the weather edition. The weather. Yeah. <laughs> it pissed solidly in June of it, this year. Imagine what a boring show that would be. <laughs> the so the year the years roundup uh, weather. Yeah. yeah. Mind you, I will confess, and you're right. I'm, I'm going to actually. I'm going to draw a line in the sand. I'm. If you could see me now, I'm. I'm. He is metaphorically actually using, like he's about to stab a map here. He is drawing a I'm line. I'm drawing a line in the sand. Because you're right, we could end up slipping into that whole Christmas gaggle Oh, you stuff. start, I'm telling you, I mean, you start. It's all, literally, I mean, they have gotten it to the point now where midnight strikes on Halloween. Oh, and, and that's it. It's like it unlocks a mysterious 
jingle fest of hell. Oh, it is. And, and already I can feel the waistline bulging, you know, because I get thick about stuff like that, you know. Especially if I've been in a bad mood. Do you mean thick as in angry or thick as in you just get thicker and fuller? 100% observational skills for you there. Because I do mean both. Right. I do. I get thick over. Physically thicker. I'm there, you know, the first of November yesterday, in the house and the two little kids are, and they're going out. And yeah. they see Christmas decorations. I'm like, ah, oh, this is fucking ridiculous. I hate this. What the hell is going on? Chocolate Santas. Give me two. <laughs> fucking hell. And then walk around licking a chocolate Santa. Or, you know, or giving out about it as if it's someone else's fault. You yeah, know. that you're eating excessively. But chocolate lint Santas are beautiful. <laughs> Shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, shouldn't it's, be allowed. It's a fucking nightmare. It is. It yeah. just brings with it all. I just, oh, I tell you something. And look, the weird thing about it is, you know the way you get a you get a reputation for being a Christmas Grinch or something, which you've had for many many, many years. Many years. I'm, I've accepted that, yeah. But the weird thing about it is, it's not so much that you dislike the Christmas bit when it happens. Funnily enough, at Christmas, I know the bit you object to is the when run. it when it happens at the end of the summer. It's the run. Yeah, it's the le- that's what's annoying. Yeah. And here's a question I have for you as someone who's been there done that and everything right yes indeed it's my first time ever going into the the silly season as a dad right yeah so do you have to get them a present for their first one because they don't know shit no you don't have to get them a present right have you, you santa brings the present well he doesn't bring it to, to zero year olds i don't think oh, i think you have to does. at least do your year well, do you i've know? never bought a present in my life all oh, right so you do have to bring them pre- so you do so they do get presents from someone, is what you're saying? Well, I'm, all I'm saying is, they appear. Oh. Now, who's responsible for them? Yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I'll give the Garofalo a ring and <laughs> see how much money's in the account. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting now to see. You what know, do you get a zero-year-old? Like, on your first Christmas, what do you get zero-year-olds? Honest to God, now. Like, see, a pack of nappies. It doesn't make a difference. Like, No, the best thing, what you should do is you should really, you should decide on something that will be beneficial in the future it's like an investment gift like for example a motorbike very good idea (laughs) very good idea now I'll just use this until they're Uh, of the appropriate age and then by the time you're old enough it will be vintage vintage and well kept yes I bought him a vintage motorbike Really? It looks bright. Yes, no, oh, trust geez. me. It, it'll be, by the time he gets to get on it, it'll be vintage and probably worth a few bob. Yeah. See, this is the thing. These are the type of things I would do. I, I'm a terrible father. I've noticed how terrible a father I am, right? Right. So, yes, I, I will say that's quite early doors. I mean, you're only, you're only about two months in. But, yeah, mean? and I'm terrible at so, it. So, like, you know, I'm terrible at it. Yeah, well, uh, well, look, I mean, you were probably terrible at everything when you started. I'm pretty bad, man. Wait, I tell you. I mean, I, many, actually, we're celebrating today. We're celebrating nine years in radio. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? See, I never got any better. <laughs> if, if anything, I'm worse. So you're being yeah. harsh on yourself no. in the whole fathering stakes. Okay, yeah. well, you tell me then, right? Right. So we went to the hospital with him the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And it turns out he has flathead syndrome, right? So the back of his head has gone all flat. Okay. Right, and he's it's right. Just in case that's serious, I'm not laughing. No, yeah, so back of his head has gone all flat, right? Okay, and it's because is that he, the only thing. Uh, yeah, right. And that means that and he's not. He's got all something wrong with his shoulder. He can't move his head properly, left to right, and all this, right? So it means that there's all the weight is on his head's gone be flat. So she was all upset about it because she didn't notice it, and I thought I can't wait to get home and see what I can balance on it. <laughs> and we got home, and she came in, and I had him on his front. And I had a saucer and a bunch of keys balancing on the back of his head. Okay. And she was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I said, 
just finishing me tea and I took it off his head and put them on the table and she didn't right. seem to notice there was no cup right. or saucer and yeah, but there was a set of she went, yeah, indoors and, and yeah. they did balance on his head wow. uh, which I'm, so all I can think of is I can't wait to see you what else I can balance on his head? That's okay. Yeah, without yeah. He- not we- weight, obviously that is cause no, that is add to the problem. That's ridiculous. Just in flatland. What, what do you do with it? And I'm thinking maybe if I could get a fried egg on it, it would be a very funny photograph. Now the egg would be cold, but we'll see. Yeah, because I mean you don't want to do anything to. Because you, yeah, anyway, egghead. At risk of injury. And, and also, when I was changing his nappy the other day, I put another one on his head sideways and made a bonnet, a nappy bonnet out of it. Right. And he was lying there going, <laughs> and I was started doing the voice of a judge. Yeah. You are sentenced to shit your pants, sir. <laughs> Looked like well, a judge's wig. Mean, it's good that you're and entertaining <laughs> yourself. I think, it's, I think it's good that you're getting something from it. That's probably a form of bonding. <laughs> and then she goes, have you thought about what the crash? And I went, oh, gee. Like, it's just, I'm not good at the real shit. Ah, yeah, yeah. Nappies on heads, eggs on heads. Right. Keys and saucers on heads. Grand. That's your forte. So she does the parenting and I do the head balancing, basically, is the way it's going to go. Well, it's good that you found your niche. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I'd say you were good at balancing yourself. Like, you know, she thinks, we'll get a dog. And all I could think of was, can't wait to dress them up as jockeys and have a do- <laughs> have them riding his back. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's important too. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I thought so. You know. Yeah, I thought so. Who knows what mm. that that could lead them down all, all sorts of potential career paths. I know, and then she said the couch isn't a fence, isn't a jump. I went, well, it isn't that yeah, attitude, is I it? Mean, if, yeah, exactly. A, that's brutal. I mean, excuse me for saying, but she obviously lacks a great deal of imagination. <laughs> yeah, get over yourself. I mean, you know, it's going yeah. to become a fort and everything in the time to come. Yeah, wait to see the stains I'm going to put there. I've already blamed them for everything. <laughs> By the way, yeah. the stains you're going to put in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You mean food stains and stuff, yeah? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Right. thank God. Yeah, that. I don't mean, like, you know, when you got back to your mask for a few weeks, <laughs> I'm going to have a running around the place in the nude party, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's not like you have to, like, you're not trying to, like... <laughs> You're not doing role play in order to teach them how to shit properly or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're not, not going, like you're, not, you're not doing the whole kind of, no, Watch daddy. Watch daddy do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then and she'd be like, What are you doing? She'd walk into the room and it'd be me balancing a saucer and a bunch of keys on my head to show him how to do it. Where, where the nappy on your own head? Yeah. Go ahead. Go yeah. On there. Yeah. Hey, uh, I said it's you. To a life of pity. <laughs> silly. Silly pee pads. Yeah. No, no, none of those things. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> early days, early days, but I think you've certainly set off in the right direction, if I may say. Oh, God, yeah. We need to delete this podcast. She can't hear it. <laughs> right. Well, then I'll stop you in your tracks and give, give you some of the best bits from during the week then. Um, we actually got to talk to a, um, another celebrity. It wasn't just PJ this week. We had another celebrity in studio. Oh, we did, yes. The one and only Jim Royal, as many people would know him, of course, uh, Ricky Tomlinson. That's right. He was on um, doing his thing. Yeah, he's back doing another show over here. So we, uh, he dropped in. He had a chat. God, I tell you something. That man, like, he looks exactly the same as he did the last time we interviewed him. And that's a few years ago. And he wasn't a young man then. I know, yeah. It's amazing. He just does not age. Sure, he doesn't. It's incredible. It's amazing. Play to him. Uh, so we, uh, Ricky Tomlinson was in with us as well. Also, uh, we found out that we're breaking the law. Not just me and PJ, but we, collectively, all of you out there as well. We're Bandits. All consistently just breaking the law day in, day out, willy-nilly. It's great. It's actually something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah, it is. Actually, to be fair. Um, also, um, uh, PJ, one of PJ's favourite subjects, of course, the great Robert De Niro. 
not because he's you know admires him as a great actor or a, a legend of the silver screen or anything like that. It was just another opportunity to have a right old go at him, wasn't well, it? You hear this though? You'll all agree with me now. Oh, it's yeah, he's on trial for being a bit of a knob, isn't he? So, and there's reasons for it. And also uh, something else very close to um, to both our hearts um, and every other part of our body, sadly, was the manopause is now a thing. So much so that even big, famous, multi-millionaire pop stars are, suffer from Are it. suffering from the manopause. The manopause. So what chance do we have, Jim McCabe? Exactly. Absolutely none. Thank you for that. We may as well balance saucers on our heads. <laughs> right, have a listen. I will talk to you the other side. Glory Days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Well, it's great to be in the company again. The brilliant Ricky Tomlinson is with hey. us this morning. Good to see you Thanks again, so my much man. Nice to be here, Good to man. see you. Because hey, we, we chatted to you a few years ago. The last time you were, yeah. I think you were over here, you were doing a show over here and we got to catch up with you. That's right, yeah. A few years back, in fairness. So it's great to see you again. You still look every bit as well. Have you ever considered okay. ageing at all? Have you ever th- <laughs> thought about maybe growing old or anything? I'm taking a Botox, you know. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's what they call it. It's working for you. It's working yeah, yeah. Wherever they're going in, it's looking great. Yeah, yeah. Now, come here, let's get stuck into it because we're intrigued. PJ and myself are intrigued by it, it, this show, okay? So Irish Annies, okay? This is a musical play. But this is Aces, because Aces, Aces is Irish descent. All right. And um, it, it, like we've, we, we take, obviously, original Irish songs, and he's written quite a few. Which are absolutely brilliant, right? But it's just like it's like seriously, it's like Glastonbury for people my age and a bit younger. <laughs> Honestly, you know the you know the last number of the show, they're all up dancing and waving and throwing their underwear at me, and yeah. I collect it. Like, well, I, well used to that. I, I collect it. And yeah, put yeah. It in the Saves yeah. buying it, I suppose. Yeah. Saves buying it. Thing is, Saves now they just it. now they yeah. throw them up in packs of three. It's like a tip. Yeah. And the pig as well. <laughs> 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 yeah. Absolutely. So it's kind of so from your point of view, because the other thing that's intriguing about this is you appear as yourself. You appear yeah. as Ricky Thompson. Well, I, I come in the pub as a, as a customer. Yeah, as a customer, and and I treat the audience as the people in the parlour, and I say hello. You, my God, you're full here tonight, aren't you, Danny? Girl, look, yeah. there's a few buttes in here, and I have a little dig at the audience and that. Right. Know? Yeah. But what what's been so good for us is everywhere we've been in Liverpool. If we if we got like when we were in St Helens, we got Johnny Vegas to do a guest spot. When we were in Manchester, we got McMillan to do a spot. When we were in there, uh, anywhere, we, we got Jason Manford in. And, yeah. uh, Brilliant. On, you know, and they just lovely come in. Nothing's rehearsed. They just speak to the audience, tell them a few stories and all like that. And as I say for me, and I always repeat this, at the end of the show, we all go to Casco front of house. And I take loads and loads of photographs and loads and loads of caricatures. Because that's what people want to take home to their kids. It's probably sure. the longest part of the night for you, it isn't is, it? It's an hour and a half, but it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. It doesn't matter. If they've got kids who want to know what was the fella at the, at the, at the royal family like, they yeah. take that home. Yeah. Plus their photograph. Everyone has a photograph. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and, and what I think amazes us is, I don't want to give the plot away, but it's a love story. Right. And it's not about everyone being in love with me, which is so unusual. Well, it is. <laughs> I mean, don't we know the feeling? I'll tell you something. <laughs> Who are you telling? Yeah. Who are you telling? I needed a sex symbol. <laughs> 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 By the way, we should, because I, I didn't realise Asa was going to be with us, so we should, while we have you, we should ask a little bit about where the concept for this came from, because you are the man kind of behind this, who yeah. put it all together, you I, know what I mean? I wrote it, I wrote this um, during the lockdown, because I've known Ricky 20 years, and Ricky had a club in Liverpool called The Green Room, it's a cabaret club, and I used to sing there, I'm a big band singer. Mm. So during the lockdown, obviously, we were all out of work and we were all told to retrain. I don't know what has, but yeah, yeah. I was back on the bins. And, uh, 
So I've a shed at the bottom of my garden in Liverpool. So I went in, I thought I'll use the time, and I wrote Irish Annies. And it's based upon my family from Mitchellstown and Cork. And I've still got brothers living there and a very Liverpool Irish family. So I wrote it about a pub that my dad drank in called the Corner House in Mitchellstown and the characters that frequented this pub. And these are real people. Mm. And what I decided was that when you go into a pub or any environment, you can see people, you can judge them, but you never know a person's story. The beauty of Ricky's character is is that he plays himself, but that's fine because he comes in for a drink and he ends up talking to the audience about his career, etc. But the one thing I said with Ricky was, when we were did our first at rehearsal, I, I wrote it, but I directed it as well. So I said to Ricky, when you come through the door, you're going to have to give it a moment for people to acknowledge you. Mm. And he went, why? And I said, because they're all crazy. Yeah. And he went, what for? And I said, because you're Ricky Tomlinson. <laughs> one thing about Ricky is he's been my best mate for 20 years. He's one of the most humble men you'll ever meet. He just called himself a sex symbol well, only five minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't go that humble. Well, I was going to say, wait, wait till you see the nude scene in it. Ricky and... Yeah, oh, that's why you signed up for the love scene, wasn't it, Ricky? <laughs> and that's with me. <laughs> but, just to laugh at people oh, getting them out the house. Yeah, getting getting them in the theatre, letting them have a laugh, and then not just throwing them out at the end of the show, saying thanks, we've had yeah. the money, get off. Yeah, this is right in the middle of the tour, and to be honest with you, and this is the part I'm most excited about. Obviously, with having a big Irish family myself, is to take the concept of Irish Annies and it bring it home. Really, yeah. Are you uh, nervous you know, about that? I am very nervous. The one thing I always felt was is that there's because I, I know from an Irish background, um, nobody wants to see a parody. Of Irish people or anything like that, so there's none uh, of Liverpool that. Liverpool gets very much the same, I it, think. It does, yeah, because we have all the you know the impersonations of Scouse accents and all. Yeah. We've got a distinctive accent like yourselves here, so there's no parodies of Irish people in it. There's nothing like that. In fact, the, the characters speak in Scouse accents and the other characters speak in others. Nobody's putting on faux Irish accents mm, or nothing no, like no. that. You don't get none of that. It's brilliant. Mm. It's fantastic. And it's great that you were here, Asa. I didn't realise Asa Murphy was going to be with us to, to, to chat as well as Ricky. So it's brilliant that we have the creator and director yeah. and, of course, one of the stars of the show as well alongside Ricky. It sounds fantastic. We'll make sure we get those dates up. Just a quick reminder again, Civic Theatre in Talla, Liberty Hall in Dublin City Centre, of course, Crescent Concert Hall in Drogheda. You've got the Town Hall Theatre in Galway and the Everyman in Cork. So there's definitely an opportunity for you to get there and to check it out for yourself. Uh, details about all of the tickets on the various websites for all of those we'll get them up on our website Sound. and stuff as well Ricky Asa fantastic thank you so much thank you so much can I just say if Liam Cunningham Liam Cunningham is listening Liam I'm going to be around you owe me 20 quid Liam <laughs> Now, you so see, it's interesting you say... Is this Liam Cunningham, the actor? Yeah. Right, yeah. well, it's interesting you say that because he does listen to this show, right? Because yeah, he trains with a friend of ours in the in a gym. <laughs> well, he should do. He's a physical wreck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, PJ has had a run-in with Liam Cunningham. Yeah. yeah. He owes me 20 quid yeah. from when we done Roughnecks. We're always slagging him off because of his gym activities. He goes to the gym, he lifts up his mobile phone, he's... <laughs> Did <laughs> he, he go to the gym and use the vending machine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he still goes when he bends down for his can. <laughs> he said, "He said I found a machine here that just suits me. It's a row machine." He said, "But when I sat on it, I sank it." <laughs> <laughs> Liam's going to love this he's going to love what did I do <laughs> anyway Ricky Ace thank you so much it's been a pleasure thank you so much thanks lads nice one Glory Days the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova with insuremyvan.ie the van insurance specialists see how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie 
Women don't know how tough it is, but I tell you, when you hit menopause in your life. Oh, the menopause. Oh, I tell you something. Women, you have it easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you're on your own here, you buddy. No you're idea. on your own here. The struggles of the menopause. And Robbie Williams is now saying that he has and is going through the menopause. Right. He says it's unreal. He says he now, ruined his body. I don't even body. know what that is, and yet I know I, I be, I'm bound to have it. It's, Absolutely. It just sounds like what I'm going through in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Robbie Williams, he's, he basically abused his body through the 90s. Jim did do this thing. <laughs> I um, wouldn't go that far. He, yeah. um, you know, uh, worked beyond his physical... Abilities, oh, he reckons. Yeah. Oh, I've always worked beyond my abilities. Yeah. That's the, otherwise, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't well, have worked at all. I've always <laughs> uh, managed to um, succeed right upon, right up to the point of complete failure. Don't know what to do. So uh, what does the menopause bring upon us? So well, he says, look, he said that he'd started realising what was going on when his daughter said, Dad, you're lazy. And he says, lazy. And then he, he suddenly realised, I'm not lazy. Oh, I'm having the menopause. Yeah. So he's lazy. He's tired a lot all the time. Oh, yeah. His body is a I bit knew, wrecked. I knew this. Was, I yeah. knew it was And because he doesn't move very well, move around much, he, he, he gets emotional symptoms. He gets mood swings. and Oh, don't be tired. The insomnia oh. hits him then and oh, he doesn't sleep. Oh, my God. Sure, Jim hasn't slept since September. <laughs> and then he gets... Fat redistribution oh, on the body. Oh, yeah. This is my... Oh, my what God. What was once a muscular shoulder just fell down and made two shoulders just fell down and blew, made a big belly. Just fell down. This is incredible. Yeah, he says... I thought me and Robbie Williams had so much in yeah. common. He says now he's going to... He says now, unfortunately, he's trying to remedy himself. And it's a real time, a sign of the ma- uh, menopause when you want to get the old turkey teeth done. So he's going to get I the hear, turkey I haven't teeth. Gone that far. Well, not yet. Although uh, I might do the... Jim is all, wait, Jim's waiting for the, the, the tree for one. He'll get the old... The, what, what do we call it? The toot and flute combo. Toot and flute combo. The, 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 the toot yeah. flute and hairline. Uh, get, yeah. <laughs> I think I may have left it a little late for the hairline. Tell I have a one. feeling somebody might notice if I got the hairline yeah, done. Yeah. Come back, a huge <laughs> smile. What are you smiling about? Oh, where you see that? I shave for me trousers. <laughs> so yeah, the old. Uh, the, so a he's going to get them. A, a turkey three and one. The, wow. The three and one. The two That's, and one is the yeah toot and flute. The toot and flute. And the three and one is the hair toot and flute. Brilliant. You get them all done in turkey. Three and one. Three and one. Turkey three and one. That's going to be. That's going to be. You're going to see ads for that now. Yeah, it really yeah. helps for the your, menopause. Your phone is going to be prompting you for ads for that now. Oh yeah, we're going to wait. You see, I'll be just sitting there now having an actual three and one tonight. Yeah. Uh, and he says he wants so he's getting all these done he's doing, doing a bit of Botox he's trying to chase himself around the table essentially you know ah, chasing the day no, he is he's he says Botox. he is yeah he's going to do all that I reckon you can't do anything about it. lads have your menopause have your middle age crisis or your mid what's it called midlife crisis yeah like middle age crisis it's actually that's a better name for it let it go you know look at yourself and say yeah me days are gone half best case scenario I always say I'm half dead anyway. Yeah. That's what I always say. I'm never yeah. going to live to double the age I am now. Definitely not Who with the quality telling? of movement I have now. <laughs> uh, you know, I definitely won't have a minder like Jim for most of the rest of the time. Yeah, sure, I'll so be gone. Just like, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if only you got. I don't know how, how long my you know you have left of me. To be honest, yeah, with well, you. Sure, after you, Jim is old enough to be. He could be dead tomorrow. <laughs> Anything could happen. Oh so God. I'm just going to have to enjoy it while another, it lasts. That must be another symptom of the menopause, is it? <laughs> To have awful mates it must be something that comes with the menopause, is it? Awful mates? To have awful mates who don't care about what you. What are you talking about, awful and mates? And I just would step over you just to get on. I love you, man. I can't wait for your funeral. <laughs> I've established that. You know, I'm with you on this. I'm going to make sure it's a big day and 
that I saw that I can do be as take part as much as possible. Well, that's very kind of you to say that. Very yeah, kind of you to say that. Well, I think uh, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to reach out to Robbie Williams. I think we should go. We should either do one thing or the other. We should do what we just said. Let it go, or you and me, we have a GoFundMe a crowdfund. We get everyone to do it. We go off together. We live at large. We'll For a turkey, buy a one. sports car together, and we get a turkey teach six and one. Get the whole lot. Get everything done. Everything done. Man, imagine the show the following morning. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> Peter, that's about to be my line. Glory days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Robert De Niro's a celebrity. Brian Adams is a celebrity. And that's why they lose the run of themselves. That's why Brian Adams, talking to Brian Adams, is like talking to the super mother-in-law. Like, he's just got this thing about he my god he was the most difficult conversation and R- robert de niro's in big trouble now he lost his temper in the court there yesterday he's been sued by his old assistant you know and and not even for harassment just because he was he is such a tosser <laughs> that, he is such is that, a tosser is that a legal term uh, you can tell me he was she's given out one of the complaints is that when he'd be ringing you he'd be ringing her and they would be on the phone and he'd be having a slash and all in the background it's just rude you know what? It's yeah a- yeah, and he says... That He'd was, ring her while he was on the toilet. While he was having a wee. And he, and he said, oh, no, he's I there. Suppose, he yeah. goes, I did it twice. I did it twice. Hoo-ha! Now, sorry, can I just ask the question here? Because I think this is important. Did he, he rang her while he... Yeah. No, he didn't answer the phone No, for no, no. Okay. Should we all do that? Yeah, no, that's... Um, but it was the other way around. Yeah, and then she was saying, he called her a bee, a, a bee to her face, he says. You know? And then he says that he, he, he would demand it a, a couple of times... That she scratches back, and she was like, "Can I use a back scratcher?" Because you yeah, know that's a bit perv. Don't want to be. And he was like, "No, I said use your hand. Only you know how to use your hand. I want your hand." You know the way he carries on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's 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 very good. It's, yeah, it's Al Pacino, but it's very good. Oh, come on, no one knows the difference. <laughs> Literally, nobody knows the difference. You know. Uh, you, yeah. you, know, you know when he was in Scarface De Niro and all he'd be there doing the whole oh rub my back oh, uh, anyway. what was that that wasn't even Pacino that was Keith Lemon with an American accent <laughs> what is that I'm that Robert De Niro from the movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did think your Pacino was very good Yo, okay the story on. the story's about De Niro but your Pacino okay, was well, very the, good well it's the only accent I got so we have to do this in a, in a Pacino style then alright oh, uh, yeah and he lost his uh, temper in the court he said I never use any disrespect or lewdness or weirdness as now, you're trying you're, to imply now you're just doing Kelly <laughs> <laughs> Now you're just your other half. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. And so he, goes, he lost his Shame round. on you, Chase Robinson. Shame on you. God damn it. I'm sorry. That's what he said in the court yesterday. Wow. Yeah. And I'm actually delighted there's no actual recording of it because I'm getting to do this myself. And then and he said. It actually sounds like he's acting out some sort of movie scene. It, it does, doesn't That's it? That's what he said. God damn you, Chase, whatever your name is. Shame on you, Chase Robinson. Shame on you. God damn it. I'm sorry. That do, that sounds like something out of a movie script. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, like, that's like a, one of those courtroom dramas where you'd stand. That's like you, you know Jack Nicholson delivering the kind of you can't handle the truth. It does, doesn't it? It's yeah. right up with that, and then, and it gets worse for him. So he, um, she says as well, she was at a family funeral, and he was phoning her. Right now, a couple of times he phoned her at like half six in the mo- on a Sunday morning because he couldn't open his computer. He was like, my computer. Hey, whoa! And like she was like, okay, this is the wrong time. You work for me. You wanna? 
Oh, I give you a minestrone, whatever it is. And then she, I, he called her when she was at a family funeral, right? And she was at a family funeral. Sorry, but and, you just have all of the insults you could throw at somebody. I'll give you a soup, I tell you. <laughs> give you a minestrone in the head. Yeah, you want me to... Yeah. <laughs> wow. And uh, th- then when she complained about that in the court, in the court he said, Hey! It's not like a funeral where they were putting a body in the ground or whatever. That's what he actually said. Oh, my God. So it was like a yeah, so, cremation or yeah, something. Yeah, he called her twice and she says, look, I'm at a family funeral. It must have been like a removal or a memorial oh, right, service okay, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. they do over there. Yeah. And he goes, you're not even putting a body in the ground. I can't open my phone. Help me with my phone. You know, And all of this came out of the court. All and came he out lost the court. his rag. And he lost his, he lost it, yeah. Wow. So now I can't wait to see how it goes because uh, the civil trial it's expected to last about two weeks from now. So I can't wait to see. Like uh, th- these stories brilliant. are great crack. You know what I mean? This is brilliant. How oh, you mean you're at your me. mother's funeral? I got blue M and M's mixed with the yellow ones here. <laughs> Get your ass over here and fix the situation. Yeah. You're working for me. Scratch my back, or it's minestrone in the face. <laughs> Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. So if you lived 100 years ago, right, it'd be very hard to break laws. So especially if you lived maybe 150 years. If you were in the Wild West, say, all you had to do was not shoot your neighbour or eat his horse. And you weren't breaking the law, right? Right. But there's so many laws now about every single thing that they reckon the average person breaks more laws in a single week than the gangsters and outlaws of the past did in their lifetimes. What you're saying were were worse than Al Capone. You broke more laws this morning than (laughs) Billy the Kid in his whole life. Because the laws didn't exist for him to break. Yeah. And now you do it. So, like, honestly, like, it's... Like um, what, for example? I'll so, have you know I'm a very law-abiding citizen. No, you're not, Jim. No, you are not. Have you ever parked partly on a pavement? Billy the Kid never did that. <laughs> Al Capone never did that. Yeah. Have you ever been a few miles over the speed limit? Billy the Kid never <laughs> rode his horse at 125 kilometres an hour. So... Can you, know? you be sh- can you be sure Al Capone never broke the speed limit? Pretty sure. Yeah, his car would have been physically incapable. Have you ever? Was there even a speed limit? Well, this is see, this is the thing. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, like, have do you think Al Capone maybe never paid his TV license on time? <laughs> Jim McCain? I would say Al Capone never had to worry about such a thing. Right. And Billy the Kid definitely didn't. Yeah, he did. You ever do a job for cash and then maybe say, oh, I think the revenue needs to know about this forty-two quid. I've just got from my illicit gains of uh, so maybe a radio ad that has gone unchecked or whatever like that. Do you know, do you think so that's ever happened? You reckon that every single person, regardless of the, whatever protestations every they may make, every single one of them, yeah, is has broken some sort of law. Some sort. Of, they re- break them regularly. Yeah, uh, yeah, break them absolutely regularly. You know, um, ever put a postage stamp on upside down? Billy the Kid never did that, Jim McCabe. A postage stamp upside down is a, is against the law. It's against the law, yeah. Now, it's not a law that they're going to come knocking down the doors for. In fact, I reckon Unpost may just get on with their lives over this particular law. Yeah. But have you ever flown a kite in a park without what? getting previous permission? Have you ever done it, Jim, you absolute gangster? Look at him, he's, doing, he's going all today, tonight. Um, whether I have or have not. Is not, is not, you know. That is not relevant to this particular conversation. Yeah, yeah. How can flying a kite in it? Where are you supposed to fly it? There you go, Sam. Well, 
it doesn't matter where you're supposed to fly, Jim. I'm asking you, did you break the law or didn't you? And you can't answer the question. I may have flown a kite. It's like talking to Bertie O'Hearn here. Look, literally can't answer the question. Afraid of incriminating himself. Because he knows he's a shyster. Oh my God, look at that. Have you ever... Here's Sorry, your... there's, one, there's one there that was... Li- oh my God, it's like it... It's like it has my name on it. I know, and I know which one it is. Look at that. Jim McCabe. Number four. I ask you very seriously. It, this is against... Have you ever broken this law? Have you ever? And we all know you're an enthusiast of the vacuum variety. <laughs> have you ever hoovered your house between the hours of 6pm and 8pm on a weekday or 1pm and 8am on a Saturday or a Sunday? It may have. It may have happened. I mean, obviously... Jerry the Hutch wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Jerry the Hutch, who's that? Oh, a yes. Rabbit so. enthusiast. Jerry the... <laughs> okay, rabbit. I may have said Billy the Kid too many times and then I couldn't get off the framework. A rabbit enthusiast, is he? Yeah, yeah. Um, look, yeah, I mean, in fairness, between six, from six o'clock, you know, vacuuming after six o'clock in the evening, surely, you know, yeah. if there was a. There Once might, again, ladies and gentlemen. There might have been a minor spill. Yeah. Once again, the, um, the verbal gymnastics <laughs> of an outlaw have come into play. A simple yes or no can't be can't be done. Look, yeah. Wow. Have you ever sworn or gestured or given the given the finger into a, to another road user? Jim McCabe. Does that include the type that are on our self-powered two-wheel types? Look at him. I can just see him and his missus driving around the railroad, basically Bonnie and Clyde throwing fingers at everyone. Explosives, probably saying, Certainly "Look not. at this, G- look at this." Certainly not. And look at this tosser now with his with his can of beans running around. Doesn't know what he's doing. The blind age. I mean, uh, the guys. I love the way you are doing the classic deflecting of your own responsibilities by trying to make me out to be the criminal. <laughs> you, who has like literally committed your criminal past to 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 paper in your book. Excuse me. <laughs> You're acting like I'm some sort of. Using your neighbour's Wi-Fi without permission. <laughs> yeah. Sort of gangster, you know? And dropped litter. Oh. Oh, I'd say you're I'd say you were a litterer. Well, I was time. never a litterer now. I may have done other ones. I've I, I did definitely bought a packet of fags. Used a fake name on the <laughs> internet. I'd say on the sites you go on, I'd say no, I'd say there's a plenty of you know. The the gas thing is, is when I, the sites I've been banned from, it's because I've used my real name. <laughs> They're like, you have to protect you from yourself, PJ. <laughs> Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. There we go. Some of the best bits from uh, during the week on uh, on Morning Glory. Um, which a short week. Well, again, a short week, right? But in fairness, um, as we're recording this, PJ and myself have yet to do. We have to work a Saturday. Yes, we're working this Saturday. Yeah, we're at Audi North. Yeah, Road. Is well, that what it's called? Yeah, it probably won't help by the time people are listening to this. To be perfectly honest, oh, with you. you never know. Well, if you're listening to this, uh, do a U-turn, come up to us, and uh, yeah. Have a look at an L car. And the thing about it is that, I'll tell you what's happened. It's an interesting twist, actually, um, on fatherhood um, that has ha- occurred um, with PJ Gallagher in that he will now happily work every hour God sends. He's literally on it, Clint, to do overtime all the time. Funny, Extraordinary. I used to love going home. And yeah. When it, used it, was... to be, it used to be tough to keep you in the office. That is you true. You have to put reins on you. Yeah. Now... My God, yeah. Is there any? Does anybody need anything? I done? just don't understand how I got so busy 
the time, at around the same time that the house became as busy as it is. I don't understand. You've just had a deluge of work. A a remarkable coincidence. And I don't see an end to it. This is the man, by the way, he used to give out to me, said that I duped him into into working Saturdays. Which I never did. Yes, he did. I never did. But, uh, and now, PJ is literally the one who's asking, would there be anything needed this weekend? Oh, yeah. I come into Clint's every morning and say, Jim is after saying that he'd love to work Sunday, is there anything? He's after saying he'd love it. Said he'd love it. Says he couldn't give a shit. He's not yeah. doing that Saturday. Oh, oh, only that Clint sees the forlorn look on my face and knows that it's not true. Yeah, only Clint comes back and says, well, I've talked to Jim and you're a fucking liar. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know this Yeah. Wrap it up. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.